Hey guys, Brandon here. And I'm Brittany. And welcome back to the Pumpkin Patch. Hell yeah, brothers and sisters. How are you doing, Brittany? I'm just fucking fabulous. How the fuck are you? <sighs> I'm wonderful. <laughs> we don't sound like we mean it. I am over the moon. Or better yet, let me hit you with some white people sayings. Well, the cow does jump over the moon. I didn't know you could do that. I'm talking about you, baby. <laughs> I'm sure. Anyways, I'm going to hit you with some white people saying, I'm living the dream. How are you? I say that every day. And me too. Um, if I'm any better, I'd be you. <laughs> What's the other one? My dad used to say, if I was any better, I couldn't stand it, hoss. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't stand it to be it. <laughs> um, Brittany, not that I give a fuck. <laughs> How are you this past <laughs> week? <laughs> Damn, you don't give a fuck? Nope. Well... Finally started my methamphetamines. Did I say that on last one? No, I think no, I was didn't. still waiting on my insurance. That you were. Yep, started that. I've already lost six hundred pounds. <laughs> and that's just on one leg. No, but what was hilarious is the other day Brandon was like, "How you? How's it feel to be on meth and still be fat?" And right. I was like, "God damn, it's only been one day." <laughs> Get left time for the methamphetamine to kick in. <laughs> but it's funny. I saw another fat methamphetamine lady the other day in passing i was like damn girl how's that feel <laughs> how does that feel i should clarify i'm talking about adderall yeah no the clinical grade one which is funny she always points out it's only one chemical away and no shit that i know i didn't know that until caleb told me why did you need to t i told you it was methamphetamine well i mean i don't trust half the shit you say because i don't ever know when you're being serious or not you know when i'm being serious I know I'm about to seriously punch you in the face. How about you punch your dietitian in the face? <laughs> oh, wait. Put your problems on me, I see. Yeah, sure. So besides anyway, the medicine. Um, yeah, well, I'll be honest. This week has not been a great work week for me. So that's all I've done is work. And then Wednesday and Thursday, I didn't feel too well, so I didn't work. But now tomorrow I got to work more hours than I thought I had to, so. It happens. Unfortunately, that's the position you take once you become a supervisor. Yep, and I got a feeling I'll be there all weekend, and that fucking sucks. That's eh, okay. All of our weekends get ruined at some point or another. Yeah, but mine happen a lot. Well, that's what happens when you're not too far from the top. The shit rolls downhill, but what they don't tell you is that it also rolls back up. I'm, I'm glad there's a computer blocking me, because I literally just lifted my shirt up, and my whole titty was hanging out. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the Lord knew. It's like, <laughs> I need to protect my soldiers <laughs> from these Satans over here showing titties. But no, the first day that I took the meds, I actually got a lot of shit done. I texted Brandon. I was like, I got more stuff done in three hours than I've gotten done in three months. Which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy girl. But I did take it today and I didn't accomplish anything. But I think it's just, you know, like I said, I haven't felt well this week. So It happens. I mean, just don't let it be a constant in your life. Yeah. And then you're just going to be stuck there. But yeah, nothing too exciting going on with me. Other than that, I hope I have a good weekend, but we'll see what happens. What the hell you been up to? Same. This is uh, my long work week. Well, no, this is my short one. Phrase that. Um, not much in my life except for this storm done ripped off some of my shingles. So some of the you that live here obviously know what I'm talking about. This past Tuesday, we had a pretty big windstorm. And I think it wouldn't have been so bad, but they tore up down, like, the backyard of my house. Like, they've been clearing out a lot of the trees right beside our uh, community, and they're building another one. So, there's just barren land for about 
maybe by, what do you think, an acre? Yeah. About an acre till you get back to the woods again. So before, it used to be just really windy with trees right there, and it would block most of the wind. Now, no more, baby. It's just a brunt force of wind. I walked out my front porch in the middle of the storm. I was like, are those fucking shingles on my goddamn sidewalk? Yep. <laughs> now, I'm holding out hope. Maybe they're not mine, but it's just peculiar. They landed relatively close where they did, and I don't like it. So right. I might have to get my big ass up on the chimney like Santa Claus and see if my ass don't fall down. <sighs> Sorry. I'm sorry. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I was like, why do you stop talking? I looked at you as you were staring at me. I'm sorry. It's dark in this room. All I have is candlelight right now. Oh, yeah. We set the mood. No, there's no mood. Right. Move, you fat bitch. Well, That's you weren't jumping over moods. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I made the joke about you. So um, I made the joke first. and you. S- no, I definitely said you. You said I'm over the moon. I said, well, cows do jump over the moon. I said I didn't think you could do that. Yeah, but I made the joke first. Yeah, but you never mentioned me. But I okay. said cows do jump over the moon because you said you are over the moon. Hence you. Goodbye. <laughs> simple bitch. The only thing simple about this room is you. Yeah, sure. I'm sorry. Who's got cats? What's that got to do with being simple? Exactly. Um, <laughs> let you ponder on that one for a minute. Um, but besides the storm ramping on my shingles, it's not bad. I got to go to, uh, one of my, well, first of all, let's go back up on Friday. I got one of my puppies is getting fixed and I'm terrified. It's like a father the first day on school day. And it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. Of course, death is not an option, but uh, I'm just terrified. I know they always tell you, you know, it's not going to happen, but there's a chance, you know, you put your dog under, they may not come back. There is a chance of death on the first day of school. All right. I mean. It is the times we live in. <laughs> Anywho, any, that got dark quick. Um, yep, because if she don't wake up, they're going to put me under two. Because I'm just going <laughs> to knife in the neck. <laughs> I'm going out too. Me and Bella, it's going to be a suicide pact. Well, the, yes. The, the vet's going to walk in and see, why, what the fuck, why is everybody dead? <laughs> and then we just got to call there some fat bitch dead in the middle of 176. <laughs> she got obliterated in pieces. <laughs> that poor Mac truck didn't stand a chance. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, she gets uh, fixed. Uh, I think probably sometime before twelve o'clock tomorrow. So she'll uh, hopefully recover, come back home. We'll just spend the night together. I already plan to put her kennel downstairs, and we're gonna I'm gonna sleep on the couch so I can watch her in her cone, which I know is gonna be hilarious. And then Saturday, I gotta go to Myrtle Beach for a work thing, and you know, spend my day up there. Fun times. And uh, then Sunday, I'll probably just hang around the house, maybe work on my dishes a little bit. Maybe. But you know what I find funny? What? Besides your attitude. Um, I think it's funny that my dog gets better health care than I do. Well, how would you know? You don't go to the fucking doctor. Exactly. I come from a Spanish home. I don't go and do shit if, unless it's life or limb. And sometimes not even life because, like that star said on Mario, the sweet relief. <laughs> of death. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. We'll just see. Well, I mean, healthcare is shitty. I'll give you that. Right. But And I pay for it. What gets me the most, and this is insurance in general, it doesn't even have to be health insurance, is that why the hell do I pay y'all on time every month, but when it comes time for me to get my monies back, no, nah, I'm sorry, it is not covered under the policy. We cannot help you. You are, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Yeah. 
Yes, I literally was so pissed the other day because I went to the doctor for my annual physical, <laughs> and we got physical. Um, only thing physical was you walking <laughs> into that doctor's office. <laughs> it's the most physical activity I've had in months. But no, I have to get like a piece of medical equipment, and I was mad because my uh or they the supplier called me and they were like, well, your insurance has agreed to pay do like a rent to own. But they'll only pay 80% after you've met your deductible. Really? So, this machine is like, I don't know, probably $1,200. And I still am going to end up paying like six of it. And because of my deductible and everything. And I'm like, why do I pay these bitches every month? I pay them so much money. And then they gave me, I had to jump through hoops to get the Adderall approved, even though I had a prescription for it. But then I had to answer a bunch of questions and had to wait days and all this shit and i'm like what where the fuck is my money going i don't know but it ain't going to us and it's funny that you it's funny that we talk about insurance and stuff like that obviously i used to work for an insurance company that remained unnamed and i will not talk about our practices because i think i signed something (laughs) but it's funny though because this particular insurance company like their job wasn't there to make money they i think so out of a dollar how much do you think they try to make 99 cents. No. They actually, I think their margin was like 10 cents. So they really didn't make much. Yeah. Um, especially because of the amount of claims they paid out, especially with people who don't know how to drive. And if, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know how to drive, stay off these fucking roadways, please, for <laughs> the love of God. But the reason I mentioned insurance companies is because there's been a couple outside of the one that I work for. I know that I talked to a couple of them just because of who I work with. I would talk to different places and, you know, just make friendly conversation outside of doing work stuff. And some of them are like, yep, um, believe it or not, a lot of the policies that you insure yourself for, there is a bunch of things that you would think would be covered, Uh, especially like that wouldn't be like, if you have your car in your driveway, do you think that if um, hail damage came, do you think your car would be covered? Surprisingly enough, may not be. That's one of the things. Even when we took, when I took my license and test to do insurance, to be an adjuster, there's a lot of different kinds of insurance. I remember, I think I told you this. That if you wanted to insure, like if you had a farm, the farm itself had to have a different insurance policy than a chicken. And chickens don't get covered under the same insurance as cows do. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown, right? <laughs> Why not? Goddamn old McDonald and his giblets. I, I was just about to say, old McDonald went through it, man. <laughs> right. And also, to insure an airplane, insuring the airplane and then also having the hangar insured is completely different instead of just one thing. Who knew? Um, same thing for like, and did you know that cargo and the actual vessel and two different insurances, which would you would think would make somewhat sense, but not to the point where you're like, <laughs> it was different when you're storing the whatever is going to be shipped. When it's in transit, it's completely different. So like when your your vessel or whatever you're using to transport stuff has stopped, it's not insured anymore. Right. I'm like, what? <clears throat> I don't understand. But yeah, but. our medical insurance in this country is, I mean, horrible. Which I will say, even though I'm sitting here bitching, I am lucky enough that with my job, I have insurance. And it's pay, paid by my employer. So, there are a lot of people that can't even go to the doctor because they can't afford it. So, I know I'm blessed. Right. Well, even now, like, let's be 100% real. Like, even when your insurance isn't, like, terrible, it's still expensive enough to go to the doctor in its own. Like, even for me in-network... I had to meet the deductible of like $800. So everything's out of my own pocket up until that deductible amount. Yeah. And then afterwards, then they start covering, I think, 80% of it. 
but still, like, I don't go to the doctor warned enough to really go through that. So I, I just, like, I can only imagine somebody that's dealing with, like, you know, who are on Medicaid and Medicare that they probably have, trust me, it's not the best insurance by no means, especially because it's, you know, government assistance type insurance, unless yeah. you're, like, retired. Because my mom used to use it. Now, she got, I would say, her money's worth from it, especially because it's not like it was for free. She had to work to get it. Um but when she had it, like, they did take care of a lot because she went to the doctors a lot. And I was like, damn. And, like, I remember whenever I came back home from overseas, I was helping her out for a little while, that it was almost like a full-time job. I would have to call this person for this person for this person. that, And then I had to call this pharmacy for that pharmacy to get that prescription filled. And, like, I would tell people, like, yeah, I'm just her caretaker. They're like, oh, like, are you a company? I was like, no, I'm her son, but I take care of all her stuff. And, like, I get all her stuff squared away um, before we had our falling out, of course. Yeah. Um, so like I would do all that stuff and it was it was a lot. So I can only imagine not only if you did have insurance and you were going, but then being able to maintain all that stuff, especially like if you're in like a you know a single home or like if you're widowed, um, and you had to do it on your especially up there in age too. Shit, I remember I had to do my mom's like the pill a day things. Yeah, I would sit there for three hours <laughs> and do that shit. And I'm not even kidding because like you got to be careful you don't put too much medication in, and it becomes very tedious too. So like yeah. you, you start to get bored with it, and it's no um (laughs) but you know what blew my mind that i never knew when i got in my wreck because i got a settlement for the wreck Mm -hmm. i had to pay blue cross blue shield back a portion of what they paid for my medical bills and i never knew that that was a thing until it happened to me but my total bill for just musc which i was there for like seven eight days and but i did have a surgery that yeah, in that hospital, and then I went to the rehab hospital. Oh, that's what I was going to say, because I thought you had to do it, like, you remember you talked about learning how to walk again. Yeah. So, at MUSC, which they just did my surgery and that stuff, I was there for seven, eight days, and just that bill, which I know surgery is more expensive, that bill was almost a million dollars. So. I'm sorry. How long were you there? <laughs> like, seven to eight days. But seven you, at the rehab place? No, 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 no. That's oh, the, so that's the other thing I was going to say. If MUSC was that much, but I was only there for seven, eight days, I never saw a final bill from Health South, which was the rehab hospital. Yeah. I can only imagine because I was there like a month and, and like a month and a half. But granted, there was no surgery, but still, I'm sure it was still fucking expensive. A million dollars? What <laughs> they better have? Well, now granted, I'm pretty sure they waited on your hand and foot because they had to take care of you because you yeah. were at mobile. Even brought you some razors or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not that you needed them or anything. <laughs> but I'm still mad to this day because they worked with my lawyer to figure out, like, how much my stuff. They had a good little chunk, them bitches. But I'm like, I've been paying these people for fucking 15 years. Like, ain't that y'all's job to pay my shit? Right. Like, what, uh, what are y'all doing? Right. I'm mad. And I'm that, still mad. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like when I broke my hand in my accident. Um, actually, I'm not going to even say it's an accident. It was a drunk driver's fault that hit me and broke my goddamn race. Um, but even still, like, I remember I worked for the county at the time and the hospital ride should have been free. It is free. But at first I got a bill. They wanted to bill me a thousand dollars. They didn't do anything other than sit there and stick a monitor on my arm to see my heart rate. And they, um, and that was it because one of the guys that worked for the fire department just, uh, put like a little splint on my hand and like tie like a little ace bandage around my neck just to hold my wrist straight because my hand was swelling. So they didn't know if it was my arm, my <clears> hand or my wrist. They just said, yeah, something's broken. Yeah. Um, and 
so the paramedics didn't do anything other than just sit me in that damn chair, and I bounced around all the way from the middle of nowhere <laughs> to the hospital down here in Charleston. Right. You definitely paid for the ride because there was a long-ass ride, and you said they took the long way, didn't you? Right. They went, instead of going, so the way they should have went, they went straight down one road. If they would have made a left, no, if they would have if they would have stayed straight, they would have made it to the hospital through the interstate a lot faster. But they went left, so they took the scenic route all the way down this one lane road up until they got to the main portion over there by Somerville. Then they made a right to the interstate and then they made the road left and then, then they got there. I'm like, so you took the longest way possible <laughs> scenic route. So it's not that much traffic, but there is a lot of slow grandmas out there. But then when you get to the city, you make a right and go through every fucking light possible. And they're not going to run lights and sirens because it's just my wrist. I was fine. Um, right. But I'm so mad I beat them there. Right. <laughs> Y'all all beat them there. My sergeant beat everybody there. I remember when Stephanie called me, she was like, so don't freak out. And I was like, I'm immediately freaking out. Right. Don't don't warm somebody up with, hey, so listen, about <laughs> what happened, everything's going to be okay, but he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Are you okay? No. <laughs> what is that? I don't know, but it sounds like you have somebody inside you trying to get out. That's <laughs> crazy. That was crazy. I think I was like laughing, but with a bubble in my throat or something. But yeah. I sound like a squeaky toy. A bubble. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of bubbles in there. <laughs> I could tell. The uh, <laughs> But you know, I think it's funny though, that even whenever, so like, had I not had the option to like, just not go to the hospital, which I probably wouldn't have. But if my hand wasn't like, I'm like, I can't move my fingers and my <laughs> hand is a little swollen, I'd have been like, eh, it is what it is. Whatever. I'm not going. Yeah, no, that's insane. Not really. That's no. not insane because I ain't, mom ain't raised no bitch. I don't need no fucking hospital. Okay. And what are you going to do with a broken arm? I don't know. Let that shit heal back. Drink yeah. some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. And then it's going to be all crooked. You'll be walking around like that dude from Scary Movie. Which one? With my strong hand. Oh, pfft. Hey, mine, these is strong enough. You see these pythons? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, she got them gators over there. But yeah, it drives me crazy that you don't go to the doctor. Oh, it's the Lord's will. <laughs> Whatever shall happen shall be. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people need to go like every fucking three months or anything unless, you know, you have a medical reason to do so. But when's the last time you had like blood work done? Um, Depends. <laughs> STD testing. <laughs> No. Or for glucose. <laughs> Just like metabolic and cholesterol and all the things. I don't need none of that. Uh-huh. As long as I ain't got the HIV, I'm all right. The other stuff I can get injections for. <laughs> well, how are you going to know you need it? Huh? How are you going to know you need it? Need what? Injections. I don't know. When my pee starts smelling like Fruit Loops, apparently. <laughs> Whatever WebMD tells me to do when I start Googling my symptoms. Apparently, I need to go to the doctor about whatever that noise was in my throat. Right. Goddamn. I don't know what that was. My esophagus is coming loose. My... <laughs> All the mirrors in them back rooms, apparently, now blew yeah. that shit. Them damn glory holes done got to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, you got some name Bubba's semen in your throat. Harden over, crazy, yeah, not yeah. Bubba, yeah, big old furry belly button and shit. Right, tastes I like see. tastes like country sausage gravy. <laughs> That's oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> what you got with sausage gravy now? 
You hungry again? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, um, but we were talking about whenever I had to go through the ADHD testing and everything. I actually really like my doctor because she made me go through the process of getting diagnosed and all of that stuff. Whereas some doctors, because I need doctors like these bitches out here to just be giving away shit like it's nothing. Right. Where's them doctors from um, mob wives and all them other bitches? Because those are the ones we need. Those right. are the ones. Like, I'll be talking to people, like friends, coworkers, whatever. And then we are like, yeah, my doctor put me on this, this, and this. And I'm like, really? And right. they're like, yeah, no questions asked. And I'm like, well, that's crazy because my doctor made me go through five hours of testing with a, a literal psychologist, psychiatrist, I mean. Um, All of the above. Yeah. Um, to get diagnosed with ADHD. And then she still starting me out on like a baby dose just to see how I tolerate it. Right. Whereas like other people are just like, oh, you need Xanax? Well, here's the highest dose available. <laughs> Where I go for them. Right, where they at? But it's funny though, because like even for some of the like the stuff that I saw my mom, um, that she was using and abusing, yeah, <laughs> terrible combination put together. Um, <laughs> some of the ones that I've seen there, um, she uh she would just call the doctor, they would just give it to her, mm-hmm. and especially whenever she was like um, up her allotted amount, she would go to find another one. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. So did your town? Because you know I grew up in a small town. Mm-hmm. So. Did your town have the doctor that everybody knew you needed to go to if you wanted whatever? So, growing up, um, it wasn't like, so she didn't abuse medication like that until, like, when I was a lot older. I'm an adult. I was overseas and whatnot. I came back. Um, yeah. So, it was just, it's a big city. It's easy to get lost in everybody. Yeah. But back in, like, when I was younger, growing up in, like, the smaller towns, oh, absolutely. There was, like, usually one or two doctors that were really well known, and you usually went to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after me and Raleigh grew, grew, I mean, Raleigh was a growing city back then anyway, but over the years, like it really, really grew. Like even the outside, like city limits, the like Garner, like I just went there the other day. Um, you were with me. Yeah. We, uh, I showed you a lot of the, uh, places from my hometown. Wait, what were we doing up there? Seeing Lizzo, but I love that you said the other day and it was back in May. Yeah, the other day for <laughs> me could be anything. It could be literally a couple hours ago. Well, no, not a couple hours ago. Cause that's not the other day. <clears throat> But it either yesterday and all the way back until I'm born. <laughs> That's the other day. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when you ask me, when did you see the doctor? The other day. <laughs> Been 17 fucking years. <laughs> 1865. But yeah, my town had a doctor. Everybody knew. And I could literally tell you his name right now, but I ain't allowed him out on here. Yeah. But he was very well known to go to. Like my aunt was addicted to shit. She would go to him all the time. He ended up getting run out of town. I think he lost his medical license eventually, but... I mean, it was annoying to do all the testing and stuff, but like I told you, I actually made me respect my doctor more. I mean, right. I know somebody who said that their doctor for ADHD just had them fill out a questionnaire and was like, all right, that's good enough. Right. There's, and like, I remember growing up, there was a doctor that I really liked going to because, I mean, he was good, but like, I noticed like a lot for a lot of my stuff, and I get it. I know that's why it's called, you, you know, you're having your own practice because you're literally just practicing medicine because it's not like, hey, this book says when you have pimples on your pimples dick, on your dick, pimples on your dick, this is what you do. No, it's not like that. They're like, all right, you got, you may have this, this, and this. Good luck right. and God bless. So, but he would just give me medicine and just be like, all right, yeah, you should be fine. Cause, um, I had a lot of like, I'd be really susceptible growing up like to like respiratory stuff. And I don't know what it was like upper respiratory infections a lot. Yeah. And, is that um, hepatitis? Shut up, bitch. <laughs> 
Anyway, so I like I would get really like, and he would just give me medicine for it, not really checking for anything. He wouldn't do like flu or strep or anything like that. And I know those are seasonal too, but it usually always happened whenever we would switch from school from summertime to wintertime. Mm-hmm. It would always never fail that I would get sick, and it's and I've been even as an adult, I would always get sick when the weather starts to cool off from summer to winter. I usually get, I start to feel it a few days when it starts to really dip, and then probably a couple days later I get sick. Yeah, and I don't know why, and it's like clockwork. I can time. Every single time. Yeah. But I ain't going to no fucking doctor. <laughs> well, I will say the thing that's annoying whenever you go to, and this is something that you're not, nobody's going to understand unless they've been through it. But going to the doctor as somebody that is overweight or obese or whatever the fuck. Mobis. Mobis. Get, get out of my fucking head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so annoying because you could literally be like, here, here's what's wrong with me. And they'll be like, well, if you lost some weight, you'd be like, hey, doctor, my, my fucking knee or my leg got decapitated. <laughs> Amputated? <laughs> yeah. My fucking knee got, why do I keep saying knee? My fucking leg got cut off in this car wreck. She'd be like, well, if you weren't fat. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <sighs> doctor, I got an ingrown toenail. Well, you're so fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> you don't push the nail into your skin. <laughs> put all that pressure on that nail doc i'm pregnant well your fucking back is wide as a house now i'm not surprised <laughs> what the fuck ain't nothing to do with that <laughs> i will say like it's so frustrating my daughter is not that bad or how about your pussy doctor i feel like they were probably really scrutinous of all that oh i'm so glad you brought that up i avoid that doctor like the fucking plane why i know and it's you gotta so... be healthy go do it <laughs> no and, and honestly i there's multiple reasons why I need to go to that one specifically more often is because like Your I fuck am... flap is a fucking <laughs> up again. <laughs> <laughs> My fuck flap is just fine, thank you. I thought it was gone. I thought it falls off after the first couple times. Well, that's your hymen. I thought you just meant my big ass pussy lips. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, baby, how big is they is? <laughs> <laughs> they do be fat. <laughs> like two beef caps just squeezed together. <laughs> smothered and covered (laughs) but no i am at risk for breast cancer because i've already had to have a tumor removed from my breast but thankfully it was non it was benign right and thankfully her best friend checks them every time she comes (laughs) yeah that too (laughs) but um i actually have a cyst now and i'm supposed to go every six months to have those checked and i have to get a mammogram every year which sucks ass getting them things squished but um I mean, they really shouldn't because I squeeze them all the time. <laughs> you should be used to this. <laughs> but I also am at risk for getting like, I mean, every woman should get a pap smear every year because. Isn't that the same thing? A pap smear in breast cancer? Aren't, what is it? Oh, mammogram. Sorry. Yeah, I had a brain fart. Smear. Sorry. I, I know what a pap smear is. Yeah. I just, for some reason, my brain linked pap smear <laughs> with mammogram and just, what does it got to do with the other thing? <laughs> what do they smear on the best friend? What are they smearing? <laughs> Well, they take a big-ass Q-tip and swirl around your uterus. Oh, really? Yeah. They see it? That's all. That's all. Um, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> Go get it done. Just swirl it around and pull it out. <laughs> but you know as bad as months ago? This is... I don't know why. Like, I'll pre- I preach to you about going to the doctor because I care about you, but I apparently don't give a fuck about myself. Right. Because I'm at... I have PCOS, so I'm at risk for developing, like, endometrial... <laughs> I have yet not to ever say that whenever you say PCOS. <laughs> I'm at risk for developing endometrial cancer, which is higher risk because of my weight. That's the doctor that loves always throwing my weight around. Right. Look at that fucking bigums walking <laughs> over here. 
She's like, your your pussy's going to fall off, and it's because you're fat. <laughs> it should be the opposite. That thing's wedged in there, baby. We can't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> but months ago, I had a, um, a ultrasound and a biopsy scheduled for her, and I ended up not going, and I haven't rescheduled. And that was like the beginning of last year. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Why don't you want to go? I don't know. I just hate that doctor in particular. It's so uncomfortable. Like, who... I don't want to get up there and put that fucking wand up in my pussy and then it hurts. Yeah, I mean, at least I don't get inserted. My doctor just plays with my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Got to check for lumps. Hey, baby, trust me, I check them all the time. <laughs> well, if you need me to check them, I can hold them while I'll, you cough. I'll be damned. What am, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel when you cough, but I'll let you know if I feel Well, it's anything. funny enough because he feels like the upper dick area and then he feels the balls. Yeah, I'll feel that too. I don't think so. But yeah, the last time I went also <laughs> was in high school. Well, no, 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 I lied. It was in the military before I went overseas, and then when I came back home, they did it because they have to check you for make sure you're healthy. Yeah. Yep. For some reason, he said he was going to check the prostate, but his hands were on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. It was a joke I saw on Family Guy. It was funny back then. It's still funny now. <laughs> he said he loved me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you would like it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What is that supposed to fucking mean? Gay. That's you're, what it means. You're just mad somebody can't put their shoulders on. <laughs> 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 put, their, put their shoulders on you, put their hands on your shoulders and hit you from behind. That's a lie. I had my legs right around his shoulders, not from behind. When? <laughs> what, 2015? 18. Yeah, okay. For real. A likely story. That was back in my heyday, baby. Yeah, anyways, back in the heydays. Um, but see, like, I think it's more so like, and I, and I told you this too, that I think one of the biggest reasons why I don't like going to the doctor. And I think it's the same thing my dad told me about my grandfather before he passed. He's like, well, there you go. Well, he was also 98. So oh, damn. All right. Go ahead, granddad. He was an old man. Um, the biggest thing that my, <laughs> they said the same thing. I can't be sad about bad news if I never get it. <laughs> Cause it was funny. My dad tells me the story and it's only just a story. It's not anybody that actually applies to him. He's like, you know, uh, a wife pestered the husband so many times to go to the doctor. And he's like, you know what? I'll go. If that makes you fucking happy, you stop bitching. Well, he goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, hey, I got to tell you something, man. It's uh, it's not looking good. I think you got about two weeks to fucking live and you know, blah, blah, blah. Gives him the whole spiel about how everything's just, it's, it's over. And he just looks at the fucking wife. He's like, this is your fucking fault. I would have been fine for two goddamn weeks. And here I am going to dread it. I'd have been happy as a clam till then. But same thing. I mean, would I, that's like, would you, do you want to know when you're going to die? Don't you want a little razzle to your dad? Well, the good thing about having anxiety is I think I'm going to die every day. Facts. I literally, <laughs> my little, so I have a PVCs and not the pipe. Um, I have, <laughs> that was funny. I'm trying to think of what the fuck that mean. A PVC pipe? Well, I know what a pipe is, bitch. I'm talking about what do you mean? Oh, what I have. So it's, it's premature ventricular contractions. So well, I got that. I thought di- you were about to talk about premature ejaculation. No, never, baby. I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> I'm in for the long haul. Anywho, so I got diagnosed with those back when I was in basic training because I noticed that like my heart felt funny where like it would beat really fast and then like slow down, like almost like to the point where it feels like it's going to stop mm-hmm. and then eventually tries to catch back up and it'll speed up and then you get that rush of like blood back to your body. Well, the doctor's like, it'll never hurt you. It is just something you'll have for the rest of your life. And no, it's not a heart murmur. People confuse the two. Um, it's something about like the uh, the chambers of your heart. You know how many chambers in your heart you have? Four. Good on you. Um, I was also, we're going to talk about how I was thinking about becoming a doctor. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, so like I have those and like it worried me. So the military is paying for it. And of course, like I thought I was going to die. So I went. 
only time I went. Um, so they told me like, yeah, you're fine. They did the radiation test and like, you know, you'll be fine. But the entire time I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to die. They found some heart defect and I'm going to have to have a heart transplant. I'm going to have to John Q this shit. My dad's going to be at the hospital and it's just going to be a whole fucking ordeal. Not John Q. You're going to give my son my heart. Also, if you've never seen John Q, that is my fucking movie. Yeah, I love that. Also, the end always makes me cry. Even though I've watched it a hundred times, I'm like, God damn it. That's a good fucking father right there. Good on him. He protects his babies. I'm not going to ruin the end of the movie, but it's fucking good. It is good. Especially with the guy, um, the what's that guy? He's been a pimp in a couple movies. He's also on um, Norbit, which he was also a pimp too. Um, no, he, yes, no, yes, he was. Um, yeah, he was on there. He's hilarious. Anywho, so like, I guess there's just always been the stigma of like, you know, no, you don't need to go to the doctor unless there's like something really, really wrong with you, which is I know obviously a terrible mindset to do, but I think that's also a, a, a man, man, man's mentality as I apparently develop a speech impediment <laughs> on the podcast yeah because my dad like his back problems go until it got to the point where he couldn't even walk anymore and then he was like well i guess i should go and by that point his nerves were completely shot so he couldn't even walk right anymore so yeah keep up with that mindset oh, fuck it i only got one back only got one life and we'll sleep when we're dead <laughs> all right and it better be a good sleep too if i get some wonky ass stuff where i got serpents in my dreams when i'm dead or let let heaven have serpents in there. I'm be upset. Well, they'll probably be crawling on you. Huh? In your casket. What about my casket? There gonna be serpents crawling on you. Who said I'm going in a casket? Where are you planning to go? I'm hoping to be cremated and scattered across Turks and Caicos. No, that's my plan. That's you mine. Can't steal my idea. They can't take a piano-sized box of ashes to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they will spread us at the same time if you go first. So you know what they're gonna need to spread both both me and your big ass. They're gonna need you know the planes they dump water on forest <laughs> fires. <laughs> they were like, "Was that plane on fire?" <laughs> nope, they just dropping two of the biggest bodies we've ever seen. <laughs> Did they cremate whales? <laughs> They'll be like, "God damn, there's so much more sand on the beach now." <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything black? <laughs> no more erosion around here. Right, they built a whole coral reef with them mm. bones they had. Goddamn two orcas. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. But yeah, so Brandon wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> don't okay, so don't shame me. And I'll tell you how this started. And don't again, don't fucking comfort me. I still kinda wanna be one, but it's just that's a lot of work. And I'm yeah. I'm late in my And most people start that when they're young. Exactly. And, and you're they're already old. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought a bitch was almost forty said something. I ain't almost forty. You are over the hill, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So shut the fuck up. You'll be 40 with cats, and I'm the best thing you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it started with just a YouTube video. And I'm like, I like watching, like, in the, like, a day in the life, like, what they do for, like, actually do. Yeah. So I took a shining to one of the females that, uh, and I think specifically in Canada, as far as the, the Providence, I don't know. But she was showing how she had just graduated med school. She started off as a violinist. Literally, her degree is in music. And then she applied for med school. And then she got in to med school as a fucking violinist. I'm confused here. Because I thought most people who go into being like like a doctor or any kind of field inside that would require your med school degree would start like biology or like sociology if you wanted to be like a, you know, a psychiatrist or something. Or uh, you know something like that that would require study of the human body. No. Nope. Bitch did four years as a fucking music major. And I think she probably may have taken like a, a couple classes of biology or whatever. She probably also didn't have a 1.8 GPA, but I'm just guessing. 
I'm sorry. Who has student loans they have to pay back? And who makes more money? Yeah. Okay, Sit you down. barely make more money. I'm sorry. Now. Again, fucking high school at one point I made more <laughs> money than you. Let that shit sink in and you still have student loan to pay back. Anywho, stay <laughs> seated. Um so I took a shining to her and I would see like what she would do. I'm like, man, that looks so cool. And I'm like, I think I could do that. Well, I took a what was it? Anatomy one oh one? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So I took the class and it was really interesting. Like I learned a lot. Brittany, question for you medically. What is the biggest organ in the body? And I know you got a bunch of big ones. <laughs> but I need, if, a, if you were normal size, <laughs> if you were normal size, what is the biggest organ in your body? Your skin. Damn you. What is it called medically? Your epidermis. God, I'm so proud of you. Thank you, you. You make me so proud. Thanks. So a lot of people assume it's your uh, intestines. They're like, you can wrap around the earth so many times. Believe it or not, your skin is longer and it stretches further. Well, I don't think you can wrap your intestines around the earth. Well, this is the expression. Yeah, how long they are. I know they. you can't. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> I mean, maybe mine. <laughs> hey, Siri. How long is your intestines stretched all the way out? They might wrap to the front of the neighborhood. Bella, stop. Do, 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 Sorry, we're standing do, by for these do, answers. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Hey, what game show uses the most toilet paper? What game show uses the most toilet paper? Yeah. Um, is this like a trick question? No, it's a joke. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Jeopardy. Do, 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 do. <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> I used to tell that so, one when I was a kid. Uh, the length of the intestines in which people who donated their bondage to science suggests an average total intestine length of about 26 feet with an average range of 21.9 feet to 30.3 feet. That's pretty long, though. Hell yeah, I wrap around this earth a few times. Yeah, bigums. That's <laughs> a lot of fucking organs to wrap around. Um, but back to the story about me being a doctor. So I took my anatomy class. I really enjoyed it, and I, it, I did okay. But like the problem is, like for me, it's not the fact that I don't focus on the work. I just don't do the assignments on time. <laughs> like if I don't stop, if I stop procrastinating, I'd be fucking fine. I still pass the class. That's probably one of the few classes I passed with a good grade. Um, but it was. Uh, I mean, at least you didn't get kicked out like some people. Oop. Okay. We doing that? <laughs> no. And I remember my last, uh, I think my last project that I had to do was like 40% of my grade, which one, you know what my teacher put in the comments? Well, good job. <laughs> that was it. And I did it. Um, it was advanced research into uh, cancer, um, cures for cancer. Yeah. And it was about, what the fuck is it called? It's some type of uh, gene, bio, some gene something they were doing. Yeah. Where they could alter genetics to prevent you from ever even getting cancer for people that are susceptible, whether it be you know hereditary and or potentially exposed, whether their line of work or whatever. Right. Um, so like those, I really tried. I wish they had that same kind of genetic therapy when it comes to fucking crazy because baby, it's in the brains. <laughs> I, it was funny. I talked to a lady today, and she's really she's really sweet, and she works for a mental health company, and. <laughs> I made the joke about, you know, the Mario stars talking about, I just wait for the sweet relief of death. And you know what she said? I know you know what she said because I told you. What? <laughs> she said, well, it's okay not to be okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, speaking of mental health, can we talk about how I need one of them days? I'll go to the hospital for that. 
Will you talk about a grippy sock vacation? Absolutely. Not only will I get everything soft, so I get applesauce. Ooh, I really want some applesauce now. <laughs> pudding. <laughs> pudding with the pudding. Um, and then I get to sit in a chair in a bath gown with a blanket. That's, I mean, the, the blanket's terrible, so. Yeah. And then watching TV? Shit. Put me in there. I'm just a little worried about smells, and I do like my yes. privacy, and I can't shut the door. Okay, so, so it's funny you say that. I saw this uh, TikTok one time, and this guy said that he voluntarily went to the hospital to check himself in for a grippy sock vacation. Yeah. And he said while he was sitting there waiting for them to come tell him take him to his room, some other patient pooped in their hand and then threw it at, like, the glass wall thing. Ew. And he was like, I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> can I leave? And they were like, mm, nope, you're already checked in now. See, no, you don't just go to any of them. You don't go to the ones where you potentially might have to fight for survival <laughs> because somebody believes you're an undercover CIA agent. I don't think so. <laughs> I want to go to the one that everybody goes to whenever they are, like, give me a Paris Hilton one. Right, where, yeah, like, like the celebrity ones. Exactly. Like, give me one where there's palm trees and it's all namaste. I need that. <laughs> so, <laughs> namaste my ass in this chair <laughs> where it's not crazy. Um and I think that's one thing that's really under underprivileged in this country. I'll say that, you know, firsthand experience seeing that, that our one healthcare workers are short staffed. I wouldn't say underpaid because I've seen some of their salaries, but I will say <laughs> that we don't put enough money into like public healthcare for individuals that can't take care of themselves. Like people that are homeless that have, I, I wouldn't say mental, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That are neurologically diverse. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> no, baby, you're just psychotic. There's a difference. <laughs> um, but like individuals that are like, you know, diagnosed with schizophrenia, bipolar, that necessarily like you know, bipolar doesn't mean you can't take care of yourself. But there is a certain you know position where, you know, if bipolar is paired with, you know, split personality and a bunch of other things, you, you may not be able to take care of yourself. And then essentially there was just kind of like left to the road. And it's kind of, it's kind of heartbreaking to see when you watch individuals that unfortunately they just can't take care of themselves and right. they just are in that spot. And if they had the help, they could get it. And, you know, if, I just think it should be, it's, it's underfunded. They needs more money into it. We need state run hospitals again. So that way we can at least have a place where they can at least seek treatment where it's not just one option of either being on the streets or being in jail. I and mean, that's not really, you know, a good alternative because you see people that go out there that, you know, they don't go to jail just because the cops are being buttholes. They put them in jail because it's a place for them to go. They get health care for however little bit of time they're in there and they got a place to eat, sleep and shower at least. Right. So it's great. Yeah. Our mental health in this country sucks ass. Like right. a friend of a friend I know they were, she was going through mental health to like, cause she has bipolar disorder. And they were helping her with her meds and all that stuff. And then she was coming in for regular visits to make sure she was on track. So she was doing good because she was being held accountable by mental health. And finally, they were like, all right, you've been good for a while. So now you're on your own. And what did she do? Immediately went off the meds because she couldn't afford them. And she wasn't going to the appointments anymore. So I'm like, well, what's the point if you're just going to hang them out to dry after the fact? Right. I mean, and at some point, it can't just rely on somebody helping them the entire time. Right. Not always plausible, but like if we did have a little bit more money, instead of sending this money, and I'll be the first advocate to say it, one way or the other, every other country's problems are not our own. We got our own shit to deal with. So instead of sending money abroad, keep that shit here where we can help American citizens like this. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we already struggle with funding the VA. I mean, you know, it kills me to say this, that even with like the 9-11 survivors um, fund that are, you know, trying to keep yeah. some of the people that are going through cancer, 
they were going to vote not to renew some of it. And I'm like, are you insane? Like these mm-hmm. people did this. And I, and the same thing with even veterans that, you know, once they're out of the military, they're just kind of left to their own. They get a 1-800 number to call if you need help. And granted, most of the times the VA will just throw medicine at the problem. Like, eh, you feel sad? Here, here's some value. Right. Oh, you're not feeling too good? Lithium. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. That's crazy. So There's I mean, like no, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, it, every doctor and every whatever is different. There's no uniformity across the board. No. And especially when you have, if you see multiple doctors, like if you don't have one specifically, and like say if you go to just to the emergency room, you go there one day and they tell you this, and then the next day this other resident is telling you that, and mm-hmm. then you have the one that's the senior that's been there. He's like, oh, no, all this is wrong. We'll do this. And you have three different medications, three different, you know, um, type of, uh, what's the thing for the value of amount of medicine, um, milligrams or dosage, whatever, yeah. of some kind of medicine. And that's one thing I'll say, at least from first-hand, first-hand knowledge, of like dealing with it with my mom. Like even when you get your medicine, let's say if you are dealing with um, some uh, diagnosis for like mental illness. I want to say it's not mental illness, but what's the other word I'm looking for? Because um, it's not really necessarily like an illness, but... I wouldn't say disorder either. Well, well, that was what I was going to say was mental disorder. We'll just say mental illness. Um, even though I think that's just a stigma because it's not always all bad. And it's not necessarily a sickness. It's just, you know, something got to deal with. Anyways, so even whenever, like, say if you're going to therapy and you're taking medicine, I've noticed that, like, if you even if you have, like, a few good months where everything's fine, for some reason your body just says, nah, we don't need that no more. And it just throws it out of whack. Because, like, I've seen it where, like, my mom will have good stretches of uh, amount of, like, a good amount of time and the next thing you know like all this shit the system just goes haywire it's like yeah well we don't know what happened we gotta start again from scratch i'm like that's crazy which again mm-hmm. goes back to like even when they do try to help you like what's the point because sometimes it's just not gonna fucking work like it's almost like you're kind of like is it even worth going to the doctor if it feels like you know what they're never probably going to get it right in the end and it's no fault of their own it's just that you know the human body is one of the things that you know it's almost like the bottom of the ocean. We haven't explored so much of it. Like, there's so much about the brain that we still don't quite know just yet. Like, you know, for instance, people are like, oh, you can lift cars off your baby when you have the adrenaline rush. But, I mean, is it physically possible for you to really do that? No. Yeah. But, yeah, it's crazy. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, but you also can't, like, I, there's a girl I work with. Just the other day, for no, some random reason, she had an allergic reaction to her blood pressure medicine. Her lips swelled up and all this stuff. She's been on that medicine for like two years and it's never had a problem. And just randomly that happened. But can she just stop taking her blood pressure medicine? No. I mean, not unless she wants to like croak. <laughs> so you got to go back and figure out something else. But it is frustrating. It's just like with um, like antidepressants for people that struggle with that. You have to try a few, unfortunately, to find what works for you. Like for me personally, I love Zoloft. And I feel like I've been on a, in a good place for a while now, being on that um, and taking it consistently because yeah. I like to go on and off my meds sometimes. <laughs> Who don't? But, <laughs> I'm a little razzle to the dazzle. <laughs> but I've been taking um, taking it very consistently for a while now, and right. I've been in a good place. But, I mean, some people take Zoloft and it didn't work for them. So you, sometimes you got to find what works for you. But also, therapy is very expensive in this country, and it's crazy. Like, I have a therapy appointment Monday, and it's going to be a hundred and something dollars just for a forty-five minute session. And that's crazy too. So think about that, and those are the same way I think about it. So I'm a single father of two, <laughs> and for those of you <laughs> don't know, my kids are fur babies. <laughs> so, you know, even for me, like I balance my budget 
Uh, well, let me phrase that. I don't really balance a budget. I just kind of like wing it. We'll go with it. I'm still young. <laughs> but no. But seriously, though, like I sit there and thinking about like, you know, when I think about the expense of like, all right, cool. Here's the options. I pay my car taxes and I get groceries or I don't pay my taxes and I get less groceries and then I can go to the doctor for like, you know, a therapy visit, you know, and that's some things that people have to face a lot of time. And I'm not just referring to me, but like in yeah. general, like my mom, the only reason why she started to get like more care and doctor's treatments is when they, she finally got disability. And then when she got disability, then she could go. But then again, she, now she can't work. So now her full time is just taking care of herself. Understandably so, because again, disability, that's what it's there for. You're no longer able to care for yourself. So the state pays you, but, um, it's, it's like one of those, like, you know, if say if you're a single mom of two or even just one, like, all right, take food away from my baby or the clothes off their back or go see a doctor for a little bit. And then there's some choices that dwindle down to it. Like, you know, I got to think what's best for my family, even if it means it's something detrimental to me. And I can only imagine being in that predicament. I mean, I don't have to worry about that because it's just me, myself, and I. That's all I got to the end of time. Well, and again, you and I are blessed to have insurance and a job where we can get therapy for free thankfully yeah but unfortunately for me well i will say that even the therapy for free is not as easy to get it as you think it is because it's like i've called somebody they'll get back to me and then it's just kind of like you got to do this to do that so it's not like it'd be one thing if like i could literally log onto a website and say that hey you can go here but even finding like doctors it's convenient up until the point where like i had the one the one the one therapy point that i actually went to yeah. um i need to go back again but the um the one that defined her, it was I had to go there and then I had to specifically type. It wouldn't just take therapist. You need a psychologist. And then if you typed in counselor, counselor covers multiple different things. So like that search website that they give you through our insurance yeah. is not very friendly. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because I even Googled, don't judge me, like um, uh, bariatric therapist. Yeah. There is none here. Yeah, no. Which is crazy to think. I mean, you can talk to a therapist about yeah, those issues. But, but like, yeah. specifically for one train for that? Yeah. Nothing. And um, that's the sad part. Like, even when, like, you would look around, like, you could try to find some out-of-state, but I think the closest one may be Texas. Yeah. Like, specifically. I think there may be one in New York or something like that, but who the fuck driving or flying up there for that? <laughs> FaceTime? <laughs> well, for me, the reason why I'm not going through, like, the free stuff is just because I've had this therapist since 2018, and back then... She was in our network. She lived here in South Carolina, but now she moved to Colorado for her husband's job. And now we do telehealth visits, which I actually like the telehealth, but right. she's no longer in my insurance network. So now I have to pay out of pocket and whew, I don't get, I don't see her as much as I used to for that reason. But yes, it's a, it's a lot. And, and I've already told her all my shit and she knows me and she knows my story. And I just don't feel like starting over again with somebody. Right. And then for all of us adults that have been on our own for a little while, it's not so unusable. But, I mean, I'm sure you were like me when I first got out on my own, like in my early 20s. I was like, how do I make a doctor's appointment? Who do I yes. call? Where's my insurance card? I would call my mom and be like, hey, can you call my doctor and make an appointment? She'd be like, you're a grown-ass woman now. I'm like, but I don't want to call anybody. Right. I don't know what to say. What do I say? Right. Can you, can you write down what I need to say? Text me. And then they'll be like, what's your birthday? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing is the first time I went to the doctor by myself whenever I was, I think my dad had just moved out of Columbia and I was still down there and I was yeah. working at a Cracker Barrel at the time and I had to go to the doctor because I was like, at this point I had been sick for almost like a week and a half and it was not coming, like I couldn't shake it, yeah. even like over the counter medicine wasn't working, but I went in there and I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I feel so alone. 
what do I do? <laughs> so she's like, I need you to fill this out. And I wanted to tell her, I was like, I'm already been, I've been here before. Why do I need to fill a lot of the fucking patient sheet again? Like it's, it's not like I haven't been here like even a few months ago. So I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, do you have copies of your insurance card? I was like, I don't really don't think I have any. What do I do? <laughs> She's like, it's fine. We'll just get it later. And I'm like, okay. And then the doctor called me back. I was like, and I stood up. I'm like, no, oh, no, just me. I don't like this. Where's my father? I don't like any of it. Because even as an adult, I would still make my mom come back with me when I went to the doctor. Absolutely. More, more so, but like, and like now, especially in my older years. Older years. Jesus. <laughs> um, I just want somebody to talk to. Because bitch, I'll be getting bored by there. Thanks. Wait for these doctors. Again, I don't go to the doctor, but whenever I have to go do shit that requires me going to the doctor for work-related shit, yeah, I'd be sitting like, God damn, where the fuck are these people at? I'll go with you. Oh, will you? Yeah, I'll be like, what'd that scale say this time, doc? <laughs> hey, this ain't like Dr. Nazari, and you could have lost 30 pounds these months. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, you need one of them doctor's appointments. Well, maybe I have one coming up. Oh, really? I don't know. Good for you. My doctor did give me the option to start going to and a doctor for that. Like, basically, it's somebody to be accountable to. Like, they give you the nutrition plan, which the thing is, like, I know all the plans. I right. know what I need to do. It's just actually putting it into action. Right. But you basically use them for, like, accountability for like, weight checks and, like, making keeping a food journal for them to review. But right. I actually think the office does offer a therapist to talk to for obesity type things obesity the better <laughs> but i think you got to be actually in the program but they called me the other day and left a message and i haven't called them back yet shame on you shame on you i just i feel like i need to be mentally ready and i just because i feel like the bad thing is like i've started and stopped this yeah. process and failed it so many times that you just have that you have trouble starting again because you well at least i do because i'm my own worst critic so in my head i'm like you're gonna fail again bitch why even waste your time right and mine is just, like, it was so much more easier in the military because everybody had to do it. You always had to wake up for PT and whatnot. And, like, like you said, I know what to do. I've done it before, and I was glorious. <laughs> I might have fallen off the wagon a little bit over the years, but, I, you know, it's just a matter of just getting to it again. And I know that, you know, once you usually solve, like, you know, once you're eating right and you're taking care of your body, and you don't have to be, like, a fucking athlete or a fucking um, Olympian, but, you know, Doing, you know, 30 minutes of exercise every day, eating right, keeping hydrated, all that good shit, like, and you'll be fine. And you don't even have to sit here and, like, change your whole life around, eat kale and all that bullshit. Honestly, I mean, even from when the last time I went to the doctor when I got into that fight, that, um, you know, they're, like, just simple things. She's like, you know, honestly, for, like, your body type, that it's, like, <laughs> uh, she was like, you know, from the size you were before to now, she's like, honestly, for you to get back to that is not, is not that hard. I'm like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> Easier said than fucking done. I was going to say, it seems hard, Doc. Yeah, seems pretty hard. But, yeah. But, I mean, like, again, I know there's a there's always a stigma with dentists, dentists, doctors, and dentists, bitch. You ain't yeah. touching my teeth with them fucking drills. I fucking hate going to the dentist, but I need to go. Same. But, um, guys, I want to hear from you. Feel free, Rosalind, <laughs> to comment on this because you're our favorite one to do that and i always enjoy at least when your input comes in there or anybody in general um tell us some of the things that you think does you think it's necessary to you know even regularly go to the doctor or if you're like me team let's not go to the doctor unless something falls off <laughs> or something's burning <laughs> i mean you could at least go once every five years bitch well we'll see maybe once every 10 years <laughs> 
I'll be up for that one, which means I'm up for one here I soon. I was about to say, I think you've hit 10. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> not yet. I'm a nine. Um, tell us how many times you go to the doctor. Or even better yet, tell us why you don't go to the doctor. Because, bitch, I'm right there with you. I don't go. And I don't like to go if I don't have to. But, again, <laughs> they get that glucose monitor and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> don't worry. You next, bitch, with them belly injections. <laughs> <laughs> but, shut up <laughs> but guys be sure to uh, check us out on um apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, youtube tiktok all the platforms our website also if you have any questions comments concerns gripes or complaints i don't give a fuck um no i'm kidding <laughs> uh if you want to reach out to us if you have an idea for an episode or something that you would like to hear which again you've reached out before it's just that sometimes and not all the time you don't but uh, bb.punkin.patch at gmail.com. And that BB does not stand for bareback. Right. It does not. But feel free to, in the subject line, nope, put nope, for Brittany. Nope, and nope, just nope, 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 tell me nope, if you nope, want to tickle cancel, my pussy sprinkles. No. Pussy sprinkles. <laughs> anyway, guys, on that note, we're going to sign off. And we can't wait to see you back here again next week on the Punky Patch. Nine-nine. What you get? You going to leave us with anything, Brittany? Well, I did. Hit me up if you want to take them and put sprinkles. Okay, goodbye. Also, Sprott, I got your fucking uh, message, by the way. And my eyes did roll, and they did see something big, <laughs> and it was a brain. Oh, so thought you were going to say something else. Well, that too. But we are not talking about that. Sprott don't care about that. <laughs>